go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is... Mike Sutherland. Hello, Mike. Hello. All right. Sorry for the delay, but I had a cryptic look on my face because of... Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it later, I guess. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is our Proud Mary episode. We're going to talk about that fine piece of Taraji P. Henson starring uh, awesomeness. And whatever else pops in our heads if we decide to. Or are we just going to end it? We'll do our piece of shit prediction for the, the film after that. So, anyway. Way too... Uh, Descriptive? Way Explanatory? Exploitive? On this week's episode, we are going to talk about Proud Mary. On this week's And then we are going to preview, or piece of shit or not, whatever, our next movie, blah, blah, Take blah. Take it away. Babak. Babak. Babak Ganoush. I'm waiting on you. So who was supposed to call me? Jesus Christ. I don't, does what, he have a what phone? part of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this makes for interesting you, radio. Your common sense kills me sometimes. You do realize I'm stoned at the moment, right? Yeah, so what? Okay, so tell us. Who usually calls you when we're doing a fucking podcast? Oh, that. Uh, well, those, my sons now have DSs. So, so what? So they're usually chill the fuck out and shut up and. They, yeah, we already had the big argument today anyway, so yeah, but yeah, good. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why, but when you said, uh, so, you know, so-and-so I hadn't called you yet, it's amazing. And um, I, I really, th- for some reason, the X is what popped into my fucking head. I'm like, why the fuck? See what I mean? That, no. That's why I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. So anyway. Hold on. So, Proud Mary, why don't you roll that beautiful bean footage? I'm going to stab you in your fucking chest. <laughs> Why don't you start I having fucking hate start that. having empty cans of that stuff and just start throw have one ready to throw at me every time I do that. Oh look at that, it's ready to go. Rolling. <laughs> the gun's pointed right at that dude's head. His his big Joss Whedon looking head. That dude looks like Joss Whedon, you know that, right? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Thanks, Mega Shake. <laughs> the bass.
Who the hell are you? I'm Mary. And that is the most exciting that film will ever be. I was just going to say that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when uh, no, no, that's fine. It's it, it's perfectly. Uh, it, I'm sorry. It works perfectly. That whole trailer, which was two minutes and eight seconds long, was more exciting <laughs> and fun than the entire movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but I have I have some issues, and I have issues. I have issues. I have three issues immediately. One of them, which is, okay, she plays a, a gangster. Let's just call it she's that. She's a hit woman. Yeah, but she's, she's a gangster. She's part of a gang. Mafia, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Same difference. She's part of Danny Glover's Southside Boston Mafia things. Yeah. And she's she's wearing high heels <laughs> as, a, 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 as an assassin. Well, she's a femme fatale. Mike. Whatever. Stupid. First and foremost, that's fucking stupid because anybody who's anybody knows that if you're going to dress up, you dress up to the nines when you're seducing. But when you're doing the job, you have to wear appropriate clothing to so, get in and out of a situation. Yeah, especially when you don't want to be slipping and sliding when you're, you know, your life's in danger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So fucking dress shoes or high heels or whatever. Uh, secondly... The stereotypical fucking racist bullshit that I found with her and the Hennessy bottle. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it, it, that was so, that was, yeah. it's just so fucking, it's so played out and stupid. Yeah, I mean, the, the, when she I mean, there's some the, truth to it, but come on. They might as well have had when the, when the, you know, when she goes to the warehouse or whatever and the brothers are working there. They, they might as well have had King Cobras in their hands. That's, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. why don't you just give her a fucking 40 and let her go? Yeah. Uh, and then um, <laughs> um, the guy that directed it, Babak Najafi, is fucking awful. Wait, but 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 we <laughs> you didn't enjoy his American film debut with London Has Fallen. <laughs> That'll tell you right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Instead of Babak, why don't you call it uh, Gobak? It's a fucking Babaganoush. <laughs> Like, just keep, go back and make foreign films because they're not working over here. I don't know how well his foreign films are, but, yeah, the American ones are shit. Yeah. He, You're over two, buddy. He's fucking garbage, man. He's, 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 he's. <laughs> it's just, it's, it, it, to me, it's just, um, uh, look, the way this movie f- is cut, for all we know, there could have been fucking two hours or more of, of footage in this movie that was left out. Because this is like what movie, this movie's like, what, 80 minutes before credits? End credits? So, yeah, I know. He did a <laughs> Joel Kinnaman movie, I know. Um, but this movie, yeah, it feels... It feels Snabba Cash 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Snabba Cash. Snabba Cash. Meaning, Snabba, I guess, is easy. Anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's... Um, the mo- Okay, dude. Should we not read what the... Pretty much the summary of the film is? Go. <laughs> All right, so Mary is a successful hit woman working for the organized crime, uh, an organized crime family in Boston. However, her life is completely shifted when she meets a young boy whose path she crosses when a professional hit goes wrong and she leaves the boy orphaned. <laughs> so, yeah, I have way more negatives for this film than I definitely have positives. Uh, first off, might as well get it out of the way. That fucking Tina Turner song, 
Proud Mary. I, I'm sorry, Tina Tur- Turner cover of the of that song. Uh, that's very famous for her. One of her most famous songs. That movie, that song fits very well in the trailer, but it does not fit in that movie. They play it like three or four fucking times, and the worst time that they end up playing it is during that whole shootout at the warehouse thing. It fucking look. This movie drags, and that shit made this the, the movie drag even more because it did not fit with the action. It might in the trailer, sure, they made the sound effects match up with the beat and shit, but <laughs> in the movie itself, no, it was fucking annoying and. I, when was the last time I could think of music being played over action that was that fucking annoying? Besides... Um, Need for Speed. It, um, <laughs> I was going to say besides uh, Black Betty and, uh, and the, 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 you know, the Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, anything uh, with Need for, from Need for Speed or uh, Getaway. Or I was going to say Sucker Punch as well. You know how annoying the music became in Sucker Punch during the action scenes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, uh, that, that 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 was a poor choice of of of, uh, of a song or, play, or I'm sorry, whoever decided to put that song in there and play it for as long as he did in the movie, fucking shame on you. Well, uh, of course they put the song in there because because of the name of the the movie. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine if they played it at the right parts. But that that that, that action scene at the end was it was absolutely horrible. Um, another thing, um, this movie exploits the black exploitation thing at the beginning of the film with its starting credits, trying to make it look like, you know, it's an homage to those films, right? Yeah, it's going to be another Foxy Brown or yeah. something like that. And in the beginning of the movie, it pulled me in. That part pulled me in. Yeah. And the, 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 all this, that's the thing about this movie. It gets progressively worse as it goes along. Like, at first, I'm buying it. I'm buying it for the most part. Like, when you have Xander Berkeley's character who's abusive to the boy, uh-huh. you know, um, the character's name is Danny, the little, little boy named Danny. Um, you can try to pronounce his name if you want to, but it's uh, his name is like Jahi DiCleo Winston ja- or something. Jahi Diallo Winston. Yeah, Diallo. Um, Jahi Diallo Winston. Yeah, so let's just say Danny. <laughs> so the Danny character is not bad at all. Every scene that he's in that I can think of, I don't see any problem with his acting, um, anything wrong with even his character. His character is like fine. It's the rest of the movie around him that gets progressively worse. And I even give some fault to Taraji P. Henson's character. Not herself, not the actress, but her character was also poorly fucking written. I mean, really bad. Well, and here, here's the other thing with that. That whole subplot with Danny yeah. was was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, the whole, like, uh, oh, I killed your family, I killed your father thing. Right, and, and what would have been better is what if, and just hear me out on this one, what if Danny actually had killed the character Xander Berkeley, uncle? Yeah. What if and she was protecting him? Wouldn't have been. Wouldn't that have been better? Yeah. Yeah, I think. That you, yeah, it could. It probably could have. Yeah. I mean, that would fit better too because I mean, look at this kid's being constantly fucking beat down by this guy, right? Yeah. For for the last year or so. Yeah. So when I mean, it, it, it would have made more sense to have Xander Xander Berkeley's character and his and his. Uncle. Mafia, his, yeah, his character's name was Uncle, right? And his mafia take out Danny's dad, right? Yeah, and then Danny goes to work for this guy, hoping to get up high enough in the organization that he could kill him. Right? Kind of like the professional, yeah. And and you have you have Taraji P Henson who who has something to do. She has to go to see Uncle for whatever reason, yeah, and finds out that they're all dead because of this kid Danny. 
who had been injured. Yeah. And she takes him home, and now you go from there. And then, then it causes a beef between the two factions. Yeah. When they find out that they've got the kit, that she's got the kit. Right. Yeah. No, you know what? And that, that could have been more compelling that way, you know, instead of trying to just her feeling guilty. Because guess what? Her fucking character is, in my opinion, like, okay, look, there's a lot of movies now that are trying to do this thing where they're empowering women. And for the most part, I agree with it. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, like Wonder Woman and stuff. But in this movie, it was not empowering to make her this, this badass hit woman who can't even keep a straight fucking face in front of the people that are going to kill her if she doesn't keep a straight face. Right. You know, so the whole fucking movie, every time she's around people that she's, she feels guilty about killing off, um, you know, uncle and all the, you know, and, and, and stuff there, she's caught, she has this, like the, the, was it the, the look on her face? What do they call that? The classic look on her face, the, you know, the, the cat who stole the, the canary or, or the whatever. Cat, the cat who ate the canary. Yeah. She, you know, every Getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. Every fucking time they show her and she's with them, she has this fucking, and it's like, dude, has she not been with them her whole life? Learned how to be a fucking hit woman and is badass as fuck, but oh, she can't keep it. it just no, it, 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 I couldn't buy it. Yeah, I couldn't buy it at all. It, it just it was bullshit. And then they wasted Xander Berkeley. They wasted Neil McDonough. Fuck yeah, they did. They absolutely wasted Neil McDonough. They they made it look like Neil McDonough was going to be a main character, and they showed him in I think two scenes, right? Or well, I'm sorry, three technically. A handful of yeah. That. They show him one where he's talking, then they show him where he's jogging, then they show another one where he's jogging, and then he's dead. Right. So. Thanks. Thanks for wasting Neil McDonough. Yeah. And then Danny Glover sounds like a bad version of William Shatner. Dude, I, 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 so I told this to a, a Lyft customer. I, I said, this movie is so bad. How bad is it? Is that it makes Danny Glover look like a first-year first, time, first year actor. Yeah. Like he's never acted before. It made him look like a bad actor. And Danny Glover's not a bad fucking actor. Yeah. So there's something wrong here. You know, I don't know if he came in and, and just like, I don't know, it was bad direction or... He, I maybe he was reading off cue cards because he didn't want to read the script. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you know. I'm like, not gonna read. Like, this like script. I don't know. Give me my quick two hundred fifty thousand or whatever, right? And then I'm out. <laughs> you give me my million dollars. You know, I mean, the movie's got like a. Uh, well, they don't even know. It's fourteen to thirty million dollars. Don't even know how was, how much was spent on it, but. Uh huh. <laughs> it was projected to gross twenty million dollars. It made three point two his first day and ten over the weekend. Yeah. It didn't even come close. Yeah, it made half of uh, what it was predicted to make in its opening weekend. Yeah. Audiences polled by Cinema Score gave the film an average grade of B plus on an A to F scale. Yeah. Dude, there's plenty of movies that we see that are absolute shit, and they get high rate. Like, uh, no offense to Nacho, man, but when I talk to him about he goes, I saw Ride Along. Dude, that shit was pretty fucking funny. That movie was fucking horrible. We both hated Ride Along. Well, yeah, but again... Considering that most of the people don't go to movies every week, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know, and Nacho doesn't watch movies religiously like I do, so right. I, I try to take that into account, but it just. I'm, but what I'm trying to make a point is that that there a lot of fucking people don't see movies the same way we see them. No, they don't, and that's that's the charm of this this podcast is that the way that I mean, and even you and I don't see movies eye to eye all the time. Yeah, um, I really liked Raji P Henson. I think she's a good actress. Yeah. My problem with this movie is that it makes her look like an amateur. Yeah. This whole movie makes every one of these actors look like amateurs. You're right. You're right. And and look, her her dynamic for you put aside the the subplot with her killing her fa- the guy the kid's father, her dynamic with Winston, it works for the most part until near the end 
when they start getting all blubbery about each other. And it's like, dude, you've been hanging out for a fucking week, right? Yeah. It's like, come on. It's forced. It's forced sentimentality. You know, it'd be fine if, you know, look, I understand that there's a connection between them because of what happened, but this fucking crying shit. No, no. It's how many movies do we see where someone fucking hangs out with someone twice and all of a sudden they love each other deeper than anyone's ever loved each other. Right. It's fucking fake. It's like, look, I understand that this movie's like 80 minutes before credits, so you got to cram some shit, but <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have crammed that. No, and my problem with my problem with that whole thing, as you just said, this this 80 minutes is it's they it's an only an 80 minute movie. Yeah. And it was like we're making it just to make it and hopefully we'll make a few extra million and then we're done. We'll move to the next project. Right. But it felt like they didn't have enough material to even cover yeah. 80 minutes. Yeah, and, and, that, that, and that, that kind of, that's like a testament to how the movie progressively gets worse as you're going through. Yeah, and, and then, like, at the end, like, when she would get in her car, you know, and then you hear the wheels peel out, yeah. but she's driving, like, five miles an hour. Yeah. Or when she would drive fast, okay, that's fine, but she's, when she would, quote, unquote, drive fast, but she's really doing the speed limit. Yeah. Or at the end when they had this big shootout and her car gets shot all to hell. Yeah. And cr- she crashes it, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, she gets back in the car and starts right up. Yeah. Uh, look, Come on. that car's not bulletproof, all right? And, Come on. <laughs> you know? Come on. Yeah. No, no, because that was one of my problems. There's a lot of unrealistic action in this movie. Now, there's some good choreography with some of the shootouts, you know, almost, almost to a John Wick type quality, but... Overall, it was, I mean, like the part where her and Tom, they go to the, the Russian, you know, the mafia house, uh-huh. and they're able to sneak in, and no one fucking, you know, like, these, these people are ready for war, and yet they're able, these two are able to sneak in that easily into this house, you know, with no problems, and it just, and then they, then they get into this major shootout with all of them, and everyone gets hit in a, in a safe area, safe zone on their body, right? Right. <laughs> so... It just, it's just, it's lazy. It's lazy everything. It's like they're doing it just to do it, and it it doesn't look bad when it's happening because, they, oh, well, because the movie had a, you know, a decent budget, so they can spend the money on, I, I don't know, on, on better fucking squibs or whatever you want to call it, but I, otherwise, this movie, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing redeemable about it besides the relationship between Henson and 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 uh, Winston. It, that's it. And even then, it's that one, that's a weak relationship. Yeah, it ends up becoming weak. So, you know, it, <laughs> the dialogue. I mean, okay. Besides the story being fucking weak, the dialogue also gets worse. By by the time you get to the end of the movie, holy shit! That whole scene where fucking Tom is monologuing at her while he's pointing the gun at her. Yeah. What the fuck was that, dude? I I kept. I was like, what, what's going on? I, I, why is she, she just turns around and walks away from him and it's supposed to be cool when he has every reason to shoot her, right? And he doesn't fucking do it. And she's able to fucking do that fucking quick fall down, shoot him thing on the ground. And, and yeah, all, all, the, all the normal tropes of, of uh, modern day action films where, you know, slide shoot, uh, flip shoot, um, kick you know, bad karate kicking and and elbow to the head and you know yeah um you know quick turn shoot you know don't you walk away from me yeah then she quick turns and shoots him yeah and then what, what, didn't something block the bullet when 
Like, oh, she, that's right. She knocked over, when he shot the gun, uh-huh. she knocked over the shelf, the, the shelf, yeah. and it hit something right before it hit her fit head. Yeah. And then she shot him. And you're like, oh my fucking God, that's so stupid. Yeah. It would have been funny if like it hit the can and the can flew towards her face and they're in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, it, this, it, it's, the whole thing is, it's just wasted everything, man. It, it's nothing, there's nothing worth anything with it i just i fuck this movie <laughs> i th- i mean that's what it boils down to is fuck this movie they don't care to try anything you know anything anything special with it it just it is what it is and yeah and it's a wasted it's a wasted movie ticket it's a wasted fucking everything so um uh, if i had to give it a rating i would probably give this movie um i'll give it a two out of ten yeah, because there's a little t- teeny bit work going for it, but not enough. It, it just, no, it just, uh, I, I had something else I was going to say about it. I can't remember what the fuck it was. You know what? And it doesn't even matter because this movie's not, no one's going to remember this movie you know, fucking a month from now anyway, in any way whatsoever. Right. Like, if this movie doesn't come out on, on Blu-ray until, until I don't know, till fucking 10 years from now, would anyone really give a shit except that one person on this planet that's like, they saw a Proud Mary, and it's their favorite movie ever of all time. Right. Just imagine that. For every single movie that's out there, there's someone that thinks it's the greatest thing ever made. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? No. That, that, I mean, that's cool in a way. It's like, what the? It's cool and weird, and it, it just shows how different everybody is can be. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's get on to our next one, man. Because, um, oh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready? All right, so um, let's get on to our uh, piece of shit predictions for the next week's uh, for next week's film, which is going to be we're seeing Den of Thieves, starring Gerard Butler, which he just he didn't Gerard Butler <coughs> star in London Has Fallen? Yes. Weird, all these weird connections. Weird. All right, so yeah, um, so let's read on. My take: better than average bad guys rob banks in armored cars. Better than average cops try to stop better than average bad guys. The leaders on both sides converse with each other on cell phones while bragging about each other's badassery. I'm going to get you. No, you ain't going to get me. Sounds like Heat from 1995, but with more wife beaters, more budget, and more crappy modern-day hip-hop. 50 Cent, Ice Cube Jr., and Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile are around, with the porn stash guy from Orange is the New Black as their leader. On the other end, Gerard Butler and his crew are probably disposable partners, charm their way through the mean streets with guns and smiles. The only questions that remain are who's going to finish on top and do we really care? Wow, you you read that like it actually was starting to put me asleep. Really? Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. All right. So, uh anyway, <laughs> my prediction is the cast looks interesting and the style is rough and reg- god damn. The style is rough. You and re- wrote this, you can't even I write it and I move on. <laughs> the cast looks interesting and the style is rough and rugged like a good action movie is supposed to look but last year's similar triple nine had promise as well until the story ran away with itself i want to say wait oh god damn it i can't read my own shit shut up mike until the story ran away with itself if i want to say or god damn it what the f- fuck this fuck you i can't help it if you can't remember what you wrote i i'm reading what i wrote i just can't read it properly I want to say that Den of Thieves won't be a piece of shit. However, I won't be surprised in the slightest if it turns out to be another wasted opportunity. Yeah. All right, well, here. You better add some fucking flavor to this one. Gerard Butler seems to be the king of crap movies. 
We've been fooled before when it comes to movies that look cool in, tra- in, in the trailers. Proud Mary, I'm looking at you. Mm, and then failed to deliver at the box office. With your Arsenal Afro. Dude, you're going to let me finish? What? The movie's pr- premise is that Ice Cube Jr. and 50 Cent and several others in their gang are bank robbers, and they want to rob the Federal Reserve Bank, and Gerard Butler and his gang of cops are out to st- there to stop them from stealing the monies. Truth be told, it actually looks good, uh, trailer-wise, but I'm not holding my breath on this one. It has all the same tropes as every other cop movie, cars that no one can afford, being driven down streets that are normally crowded with traffic, but suspiciously empty, at high speeds, <laughs> uh, while cops follow them. They are somehow able to lose the cops with no trace of where the bad guys went so that they can survive another day. To top it off, there's a massive shootout where the only people that get injured are the bad guys and some of the cops. Also, the cops are also the bad guys. But good bad guys? Who knows? Maybe it's that both of these gangs are robbing banks. One is doing it through the normal means where they run in with the guns and tell everyone to get down and put the money in the sack. The cops are robbing banks and they hate competition. That's my guess. And I believe that the cops are the real bad guys. Maybe they're using the bank robbers as their patsies, and that's how they are getting away with the robberies. I would explain the cars, wouldn't it? Anyways, it's not going to be a piece of shit, but it's not going to win any awards either. Yeah. Den of Thieves, a gritty crime saga which follows the lives of an elite unit of L.A. County Sheriff's Department of the and the state's <laughs> most successful bank robbery crew as the outlaws plan a seemingly impossible heist on the Federal Reserve Bank. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I, I, that's, I, this movie to me, uh, especially watching because I watched the trailer like three times before I wrote the POS. I, actually, while I was writing the POS, it, it just, it, to me, it just seems like a modern version or, you know, an updated version of Heat, but with less this, less that, and less that, you know, and other things, extra things in there to co- overcompensate in other ways. So, sure. I mean, dude, <laughs> do you not see Gerard Butler just on the cell phone talking to, you know, uh, uh, fucking porn stash guy's character, like, oh, I'm gonna get you. This is what I do, and you're not gonna get me. And <laughs> so, hope it's good. No, because goddamn, you still have that up. I haven't turned it off. Yeah, I bet because it keeps turning you on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I do. You, you got a Kirsten Dunst fetish. <sighs> so fuck you, Babak. Babakanoosh. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Proud Mary has a 22% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yay. the beginning of chips. Keep your eyes open. Every cop in the country is going to be looking for us. Big Nick. Original gangsta cop in the flesh. What's your tally? Four dead, six on the way to the hospital. I take he's a bad guy. We're going to make you a deal. Give me the names of all the guys who got away. I'll get your medic. Hang no snitch. Yo. He's done, son. We got a problem. It's major crime. Get to know your enemy, boys. Every Point big stash. time crew has been busted. These are the guys who took them down. Gangbangers, these are not. Whoever it is, they're addicted to heists. They buy moves, you shoot them. You understand? Sooner or later, they'll need their fix. You could. Yeah, man. We'll do it. Save the plans. We're trading up. The Federal Reserve. It's like Fort Knox. 
At any one time, there's anywhere between 500 and 800 billion dollars in there. Every millimeter of it covered by cameras, sensors, and motion detectors. Stand across the street and stare at the building for two minutes. You have security on your ass. Only bank that's never been robbed. That's why we're gonna rob it. Every time I'm in the street, I hear ya, 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 ya. We gotta move. Do you know what this means? It means I am a member of a gang. Only we have badges. Which means you are done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you look like the types from the rescue? No one could see that. Put you in handcuffs, drag you down to the station. Shoot you. You're not the bad guys. We are. Seems like the whole city go against me. Wow, just <coughs> speechless. Yep. All right. You got anything else you want to add before we uh, say adieu? Nope. Or do we do we say adieu or do we bid adieu? Bid. Adieu. Yes. I bid adieu to you, sir. Yeah. Le point out. Oh, that's right. Hold on a second. <laughs> I knew there's it. one thing that we didn't talk about. And so then um there's a new show coming out called Final Space. Okay. Led to the search for Final Space, the last point in the universe. Sounds almost like Castiel. Some believe it's a great power. Others that its discovery would undo time. What I believe is that it's a giant glowing marshmallow castle. <laughs> Atop its fluffy gelatinous tower, there sits an elemental beautiful glowing and he is shaped like a snowy egret and his name is Pee-Win Jr. <sighs> it would have been tight. <laughs> it would have been tight. Auto-destruct in four minutes. Can you change that to something more cheerful? Like what, Gary? Uh, cookies. Act like you're baking a big batch of cookies. Gary, the cookies will be done in four minutes. Oh, Fantastic. I love cookies. <laughs> Hugh, have you located a temporal worm? My calculations project the incursion will happen at any moment. The Gary has been brought to his knees. Release the much-deserved celebratory victory balloons. Lord Commander. Release them. Release. What is this? What is this? What are these shriveled carcasses of depression? <laughs> this is the end. I failed. Crap. I failed freaking hard. So really hard. I failed to stop this all from happening. When I became a warden in the Infinity Guard, I just really wanted to wear this killer sweet uniform to pick up killer sweet babes. I never would have thought all the things I've done would have led to this. into another hot vice avocado. Oh, we're
was stuck, Gary. What? Where? Stuck? Is this that sensation? <coughs> I hadn't the faintest idea. I truly didn't know. I was curious. Oh boy, I was curious. I was over here curious. We are so stuck right now. My gosh, kid. <coughs> I will find the most unpleasant way of getting my foot dislodged. <coughs> Only to get it relodged. <coughs> In your friggin' fart sandwich. You're in for it now, Gary. The bionic swath warlords. Ah, they found us. Quick, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, the cookies will be done in three minutes. It's up to me now, avocado. Kevin, I hated you. I just want you to know that. In fact, staring at your lifeless mess brings me eternal joy. So, peace out. Gary, a temporal worm has been detected. Phew, if this works. You will retain no memory of these events. Only fragments. Lock and load. Chukuri, chukuri. Let's do this, mootcock. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, crap, oh, crap. We are, oh, no, we are, we're on the wrong freaking planet. Well, crap, Scooter is... Totally dead. Hugh, open the hatch. Harry, the cookies will be done in two minutes. What are we making here? Chocolate chip? Sugar cookies? A 10,000 gigaton snickerdoodle. <laughs> Hugh, something I need to know. What is it, Harry? Let's say this temporal worm sends me back far enough. Can I say it quit? I am afraid no such name exists in the archives. Thus, I cannot provide a proper answer. <sighs> Quinn. That's why I thought it was going to be a two-minute trailer. <laughs> I'm like, why it the wasn't. fuck? I think that that is the combination of Rick and Morty. Um, fuck, what were the other two? Rick and Morty, Gravity Falls, and 
Damn it, what was the third one? Oh, Buzz Lightyear and of Star Command. That's what it, those are all three things that it reminded me of. Buzz Lightyear. Of Space Command. Mocking. Woody. All right, so when's that show coming out? Soon. <laughs> so there you go. I just read this. YouTube channel short called Gary Space. All right, that's what we got anyways. Ed, do you? Yep. Ed, do you? Ed, do you? Ed, do you? Right. I'm going to learn how to turn this thing off.